Hi, it's Lynn Rosetto Casper, and you're listening to The Splendid Table, the show for people who love to eat. Our program is produced by American Public Media and supported by the Wall Street Journal Weekend, with four sections of ideas, information, advice, and destinations designed to help get more out of the weekend. The Wall Street Journal Weekend is available at newsstands every Saturday. The wine segments on The Splendid Table are supported by the farm families of Cabot Creamery. Oh, those moments when the hook is set. You're clueless that anything's happening, but some twist of circumstance brings you your future. Maybe your life's work. Now, you'd imagine that wine pros are born when they have that first sip of greatness. Oh, maybe the 1869 Chateau Importante, or perhaps something from Napoleon's tomb. Well, wine importer Terry Thies got his life's message at a Rod Stewart concert. There was Rod in his tight leather pants, chugga-lugging his Matus on stage, and in a benevolent moment, as Terry recounts, he handed the bottle down to the twitching rockers in the front row. Well, Terry twitched, he chugga-lugged, and the magic fairy of destiny redirected his life. Terry's written Reading Between the Wines. Terry Thies, welcome. Thanks, it's good to be here. So are you still at the Matus? <laughs> oh, those days are gone. Uh, the strange thing about that first experience was that I, I absolutely hated the wine. <laughs> it just was kind of shriekingly bitter, but I realized it was something I had to at least pretend to like because rock stars liked it. <laughs> so then how did the interest in wine start? You actually drank we, some stuff you liked? Yeah, we, and it was largely, it was German wine. And honestly, here goes my cred, but the first wine I ever drunk and wanted to drink again was Blue Nun. So we would drink these kind of commercial fruit-driven German wines on uh, Friday night, Saturday night, whatever. And I'm a person who likes to catalog information. So I paid a certain amount of attention to the ones I liked and the ones I didn't. I remember once finding one I liked particularly, going back to the store, and it was sold out. So the note to self was, when one find wine one like, buy more pronto. <laughs> so... I think as soon as a person has more wine than he needs to drink that very night, he has sort of created a de facto wine cellar. And so I'd begun to accumulate a little bit of wine. And then uh, for me, the, the kind of revelatory moment was the first time I had a really fine German Riesling because it was such a different flavor from anything that I'd had up until that point. It wasn't really fruit-driven. It had this...